Hello, and welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and I believe everyone should be living the life of their dreams. This show is going to be a weekly dose of magic to help guide you to living your best life. When you feel good, then success in all areas of your life is easy to achieve. I love to empower people to discover their dreams and to ignite their lives. This show will be full of personal development stories and skills to help you take your life to the next level. My guests will be health and wellness experts and amazing spiritual beings, as well as everyday people with stories and lessons to help guide you through the ups and downs and help you get one step closer to living the life of your dreams. I want this podcast to be real and unpolished, full of honesty to show the realness of life. Here's to living your best life with gratitude and love. Are you ready? Let's get started. So welcome, welcome, welcome back to Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and I am so excited to share with you guys some exciting news. First off, but my guest today again is Dr. Janet Finneman. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> Janet. So the news I wanted to share with our listeners is that Janet and I have decided to do a recurring episode. So once a month, We're hoping to do it the first of the month, just to kind of invite you guys into our lives and just have a little chat, hang out with uh, Nicole and Janet. So so welcome, welcome to the show and welcome, Janet. Thank you so much for including me. Uh, Yeah, I'm excited about our little little adventure. (laughs) So Janet, how have you been? You know, I have been pretty good. You know, and this is this time of COVID. And everybody's having sort of different experiences with that. And so certainly I have a lot of factors that allow it to be good for, you know, for me that we're not financially destitute and nobody's sick in my family and we don't live in New York City. And so that certainly makes my experience, it's a little bit easier probably for me to find the good in it. And then I think also with a lot of my clients that I've been talking to, have shared sort of the same feeling that I have, which is that we have been able to kind of look for the good and find the good in it. And, and that we have, you know, been able to sort of appreciate what the time has brought. And I think we'll also, you know, be happy when it's over a little bit to be able to get out a little bit more. How are you yeah, doing? Cause I think, I think we are now approaching week, is it week seven? It's like, I think so. It's been a Week long seven time. of, yeah. uh, you know, we've been on social distancing, but in our self quarantine. And I will tell you that I am a self quarantine master. <laughs> I even said today, I said, I think I'm the only person that really is taking the social quarantine thing for serious. You are really serious about it. <laughs> you know, but I, I tell you, Janet, you know, I, I used to social or self-quarantine not by choice when I lived in fear, anger, and depression. And, you know, I was in that severe depression for a few years and yeah. I didn't want to leave the house and that was by choice. And now that, you know, we're supposed to be social quarantining by request. (laughs) Right. Right. It's not by choice. I haven't been depressed. I haven't been lonely. I haven't been sad. I mean, I've been busier than I've ever been in my whole life. 
I, you know, have barely even taken a nap. It's like, I don't even know who I am. I believe it or not during COVID, I watch less TV than I ever have in my life. That is so great. You know, I'm filling myself up with podcasts and audibles and just really, really just learning and growing through this process. And, you know, just wanting to help others through my Facebook group, Believe It Achievement, uh-huh. just, you know, reaching out. I'm really taking the time to reach out to people, text message. I've been doing a lot of video chats. I do not have an iPhone. So, you know, <laughs> I'm, one, I'm one of the three that doesn't have an iPhone. <laughs> So I use Facebook Messenger and we can video chat and I'll put on a silly face or a a filter or something and I'll call my sister and she just laughs and laughs and laughs. But, you know, to get on the phone with a friend that you haven't talked to for in a while or a loved one and talk about, you know, just nothing really for an hour, an hour, two hours goes by and I'm like, where did the day go? And it was just a great day, you know? So... I know a lot of people are struggling. A lot of people I know have had, you know, a lot of setbacks and my heart goes out to each and every person who is struggling in this time. Yeah. But I also want to be there for those that are struggling in this time. Yeah. You know, I did have one day that I was convinced I was dying of COVID. I had a massive headache. I never get headaches. I think I reached out to you too. Uh Uh, Actually, we had our mastermind that night and I did it laying down. And I, you know, got lonely and I got scared and I let all of those emotions, the fear, the anger, then I was angry because I was alone. And then I was sad because I was alone. Who's going to take care of me? Who's going to take care of Duke? If you guys listened to my podcast from last week, I did talk about my beloved son, my 11-year-old Chihuahua, Duke. <laughs> but I was like more concerned about who was going to take care of Duke <laughs> than I was myself. So, yeah. you know, I really um, have gotten deeper in my gratitude practice. Yeah. Meditation right now during this time has been incredible. Yeah. A lot of the spiritual leaders and... You know, people that I follow have been doing live meditations and it's just been beautiful. It really has. I mean, I think what made the biggest difference, and I was talking to you about it, is not only are we social distancing, but we're fear distancing. And when I made the choice to distance myself from fear, this whole entire experience changed for me. You know, when we're in a fearful state, it lowers our immune system. So, you know, deciding to not watch the news is huge. I want to be informed. I don't want to be, you know, ignorant to it. But you have to find that. You have to find the line. Yeah. Yeah. And it really, really, I mean, fear distance. I keep telling everyone we need to fear distance. And it literally has been a game changer, you know? Yeah. This is just a time where we're being sort of bombarded with fear and some fear mongering too. And it's not to say that there aren't legitimate risks out there, but you don't have to swim in that all day. You know what I mean? And, and that was early on when I was talking to clients, I was really saying, you know, you need to limit 
your news sources to one or two. You know what I mean? You don't have to see what every single news source in the planet has to say about whatever news conference or whatever. And you need to limit your time on it too. You know what I mean? And to half an hour, you know, maybe an hour. This was at the beginning where you're trying to figure everything out. I'm giving myself 15 minutes. <laughs> right. Right. And, totally right. and especially for now, that's, you know, that's totally appropriate. And then to just get, and then you got to put it down and you have to just continue on with life. Mm-hmm. Exercise, think- exercise has been huge. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping up with exercising, even if it's just, you know, we live in Florida, so we are beyond, I'm beyond grateful and beyond blessed that the weather has been beautiful. Yeah. It has, it really has been absolutely beautiful the whole time for us. And that we, because we're not in apartment buildings on top of each other, you know, we, we can go out in yards and pools and neighborhoods where we were not on top of each other. We can get in the sun and we can exercise and we can be in nice weather. And it is, yes, I have been so, so great for that every day. Right. And not taking it for granted. It was always something I feel like living in Florida, I just took it for granted and yeah. really just, you know. I emotionally flood myself with gratitude every morning. And that's just something that I go to is thank you, God, that I live in Florida, you know, and not just take it for granted. And I still can feel for others who don't have, you know, the sunshine and, you know, the ability to go walk on the beach and connect, connect. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like what kind of stood out for me and what you were just saying is, how much everything of what you're talking about doing, first of all, that you're doing it, right? And that, that all those things that you're talking about is what I teach to all of my clients, whether they're coming in because they're going through a divorce or somebody in their family is ill or they're ill or they're struggling with their kids or they're just feeling depressed. It doesn't matter what their personal kind of COVID is, what their personal crisis is that it's all those same tools work, but they only work if you actually use them. You know, all of these tools and all these, like, so you're saying, you know, that every morning you're flooding yourself with gratitude, you're exercising, you're, you know, you're noticing when the feelings come up and you're saying, okay, I'm too much media. Let me pull it back. You know, that you're noticing and you're putting those things into effect. Like just this morning, I was talking to my friend who helps me with my social media And so, you know, she has been for months working on all this stuff about breathing and just happened over the weekend to be around her family who was talking about anxiety and panic attacks and what they do for that. And they started talking about breathing. She was like, oh, diaphragmatic breathing. Oh, four, seven, eight. I know what that is. And she was like, it's so funny because I've been doing this literally for months, but I've never actually breathed. Right. Right. I've never, you know, and right. It doesn't work to think about breathing, right? That thinking about four, seven, eight breathing doesn't actually, you know what I mean? Elicit the, the relaxation. You know, I'm what, you know, I do a four square breathing, but we all have a different number I hold, but if yeah. you could tell the listeners what four, seven, eight means, just so to you, kind of sum it up. Right. So you kind of inhale for four and that through your nose, then you hold your breath for seven and it's a long time to hold. And then you exhale out of your mouth for eight. And if those numbers are hard for you, the important part to remember is to that you don't just inhale and exhale. You hold the breath for really as long as you can, not to, to be uncomfortable, but right up to that point. And then you exhale hard as long as you can. And you have a longer exhale. 
And if anybody does it right now, you will immediately feel a difference. Like immediate. It is immediate. immediate. Yes. Breath work is huge. Oh, you know, all of this, you know, it's simple things. A gratitude practice, exercise, breathing. And that's what I was just going to say is if everybody was just to take a minute right now and write down three things from to this part of the day up until now that they're grateful for that happened today, they will feel better after they write those things. If everybody were to go, whether they're able to leave or not, and you know, walk around their house or ride their indoor bike or go outside and go for a walk, but you will feel better afterwards. It doesn't change the situation in the world. No. It doesn't cure your anxiety or anything, but it will help you to feel a little bit better. And the more you add to it and the more often you do it, which you are such the shining example of this mm-hmm. because you absolutely do swim in all this stuff. You live all of this stuff. You do as much as you can every single day. And so when people see you and they see your sparkle and your joy, it's important, it's infectious and it's so helpful. But I think I would imagine that people kind of look at you and they just think, she's just lucky. Her life is easy or she was just born that way or something. And they don't see the Nicole that I saw seven years ago, you know, sitting in my chair where I didn't even see your face half the time where you would just sit there with your head and your hands sometimes. And you're just, your energy was so down. Charlene had talked about that in your second podcast with Charlene acupuncture about five elements. She was talking about how she saw that dramatic shift in, in your energy. And I actually remember her talking to me about that at the time, like, Oh my gosh, what happened to Nicole? Have you seen her? She's, I didn't even recognize her. And that I feel like if there's anything that I've been learning from my clients' experience during this time, it has been really the importance of actually doing all these things that we talk about. You can't just talk about being grateful. You can't just Mm-mm. talk about giving back. You can't just talk about exercising like that. It doesn't help you have to do all those things. And that when people do them, life is, life is better. It works and life is better and you do feel better. And that's been just so much of the feedback that I've gotten from so many of my clients is they're like, we're fine this time. We haven't needed to reach out because we have all the tools. We're already using all the tools. And so when this came, we just said, okay, how, you know, I got to bump it up. I get, you know what I mean? I can't not do those things because now it's crisis time because now I'm homeschooling. Like I have to make sure that I meditate more. I have to make sure that I breathe more. I have to make sure that I do my gratitude journal every day. I have to make sure that I move my body in whatever way I can because they buy in, they get it. They get that if you don't do it, you're not going to feel good. And if you do do it, you are. Oh, right. I mean, and for people who are listening and tuning in and don't really know me and just hear the sparkly sunshine, smiley, Nicole, you know, I did walk into your office seven years ago and what I hope was the darkest time of my life and that I never, you know, you know, I don't wish for anyone to live in the way I was living at that time. And that was in fear, anger, and depression. And, you know, I found, and I live now in gratitude, love, and grace. I mean, and it's so true. And and it's from doing the work and staying consistent. And it was a long, long, hard yeah. journey, as you know. And I, 
I see so many people that just stack problems. They just stack them on top. You have another problem and you stack it onto another problem. You have another problem and you stack it onto another problem. And I hit my rock bottom in my life when I did finally reach out to you for help because I was at my darkest. I was in a very dark place and I didn't know what to, you know, I could have just gone on living. Trust me. I could have just gone on living my life, uh, you know, yeah, people didn't really know I hit it, you know, but when I was ready to say, this is no way to live. And I started healing, as you know, I had so much to heal from that. I didn't know I had to heal from because I had packed it down and packed it down and packed it down. But I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here, you know, looking at my computer. I I put sticky notes everywhere. And right now I'm looking at the way out is to go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so powerful to me. I don't even know who said that, but I hear things all the time. I write them down. And, you know, I talk about my healing process and for people who are, you know, struggling with anything, really, it can be anything that you have to heal to grow. And, you know, the healing process is hard, but, you know, I say you're going to, it's like going, I describe it as going through a ring of fire Mm -hmm. and you're going to get burned. You don't want to go through that fire. You're like, Whoa, that's hot. I don't want to go. That's no, I don't want to go through that. And people are like, no, that's getting emotional. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that, but you get through it. And you get burned and it hurts and it sucks and you got to put the band-aids on and the ointment and, you know, band-aids to me was, you know, having to take medication. I did. I took medication for a Mm band-aid and um, it was a struggle for me. You know, I didn't want to have an addiction to something because a lot of people in my family struggled with addictions. Yeah. And, you know, I... (laughs) I got drunk one time, you know, I was a teenager and I said, I'll never do that again, you know, but I was also in fear because of seeing so many of my family members struggle with it and I never wanted to go there. So I was afraid I would then become addicted to something. And so what I got addicted to was healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at the time I didn't realize it, but I know you probably saw it. And then I became addicted with learning and finding ways to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, now I'm addicted to gratitude. I'm addicted to love. Yeah. You know, love was the one word that I hated. (laughs) Love? What does that mean? You know, I mean, I've struggled. You know, my parents have, uh, have been married and divorced multiple times. And they were divorced when I was six. And as you know, when I was healing... I started healing from my parents' divorce 30 years later. (laughs) And I remember going, Janet, what the heck? Am I really just (laughs) dealing with my parents' divorce when I was six? And you said, yeah. Yeah, that's what everybody is. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it was the abandonment. Everyone in my life came and went. I didn't ever know real love. I didn't know security. I didn't have any of that ever. Right. And, you know, I didn't realize it until I started healing. Right. And right. now my 
favorite word is love, right? Like it, it just lights me up. I have, I mean, I would make fun of people that had love written everywhere in their house. And now I have it all over my house. And gosh, love is just so beautiful. And it's, you know, just loving sitting here talking to you right now, you know, yeah. um, there's so much to love and be grateful for and yeah. love life. I never knew that right. I would actually love life. Right. Right. And right. now it's, it's love just lights me up where before I would hear love and I would retreat. Yeah. Immediately retreat. My heart would hurt. I would get hot. I would, you know, do everything in my power to not to have to love. Well, and so, you know, I, I think that point, healing is hard, right? Growth is hard. And I just had this conversation with somebody yesterday who came to see me for something hard had just happened in her life that, you know, I think we all can experience this when something happens, you can sort of choose to compartmentalize it and ignore it and just pretend it didn't happen and just kind of keep going forward. Or you can decide that you're going to grow through this. And, you know, she was sort of trying to make that decision, that which one does she want to do? And I, I respect both decisions. I get it. I've made both in my life. You know what I mean? And, and we're, you know, everybody will grow in their time. But we're just kind of getting curious about what the kind of pros and cons of each side of it, right? And the real con to facing it was that it was hard, right? That it's was, hard, yeah. Right? And right, I can't lie to her in it. Oh yeah, it's that's for sure. It's hard. But what I was saying to her, which is the same thing that you're just talking about now, is that not doing it is hard too, right? Like that's the lie that we tell us a little bit. That recoiling that you did when you heard the word love was because love felt so hurtful and painful. You know, your association of love with, was painful. And so to live your whole life where the idea of love is painful, that's hard. You're used to it. Mm -hmm. And so it's normal to you, but that doesn't mean that it's not hard. So the benefit of facing things is that it's hard, but then it's better. Well, I was kind of known as the tough girl. Right. You know, even my family, I've said to them, you know, during COVID, I'm like, geez, nobody is calling and checking on me and my family. Yeah. And, you know, my dad's like, oh, pick. My dad calls me pick. He says, oh, hon, you'll be fine. You're always fine. Right. And I don't want to be the strong one anyway. I mean, yes, I do. But, you know, that's just how I always was. I was always, always fighting. I was always clawing. I was very, I had a very sharp tongue. I was very quick to fight. Not physically fight, but... Yeah. And now I just want to love, <laughs> you know, like let's all hold hands and, and be grateful and smile, just smile, you know, just a little smile changes everything. Well, and so that different, right. And the difference is because you put the work in, so you put in the hard work and then you change versus like groundhogs before you do the work, before you really want to heal it's Groundhog's Day. Every day is the same day. You wake up just a little bit more pissed than the day before. And that's hard too. It's maybe feels less acute, you know what I mean, than having to really dig into the stuff. But that's so hard. And it's guaranteeing that it's going to be hard for the rest of your life or until you make a change. At least when you make the decision to dive into the stuff and to face the pain so that you can heal it, then you can actually move on 
And so, yes, it's hard for that period of time, but then you come on the other side and it isn't. Versus if you hadn't done it, like if you hadn't, you know, made all those changes that you've just consistently made for seven years, it wasn't just me, you know. No, it doesn't happen overnight. No, keep growing more and more and more and more. But if you hadn't started where you started, you would still be waking up today pissed off. Yes, I woke up and I, every day I was like, ugh. Are you kidding me? Like another day. Right. Now I got to get up and I got to rush and I got to go to the, uh, like yeah. it was a dry, I didn't, I would say I wasn't a morning person. Fuck, I wasn't a morning person. I wasn't a life person. Right. <laughs> and I think so many people are relate, are listening to that and are relating to that right now. Right. And now I, I wake up and I freaking, the first thing I do is smile. <laughs> yeah. Right. And just, ah. Uh, Thank you. Thank yeah. you for my life. Yeah. And then I just woke up. Yeah. Or before I didn't want to wake up. Right. right. I was like, oh, it's another day. Right. It's another one of those days. Right. And you, you've <laughs> only gotten that way by doing the work. And that's why you're so addicted to it because you realize now that when every all the work that you put in it's hard but then there's so much gain on the other side you know that life is better and so it's like sure do i'll read that book sure i'll go to that workshop because it might be i'm gonna have to face some stuff but i know that i'll come out even lighter and even happier and even more healed on the other side and that each day now life can keep getting better and easier and that even when something like covid happens you have the tools you're already living your life but being able to help others, yeah. you've been doing it for years, I know, but I'm a newbie at helping others. And, you, uh, <laughs> and I tell you, getting in a text, even in the middle of the night, you know, from somebody who's struggling that just says, thank you, Nicole. Thank you for what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you for your live video yesterday. It really helped me. It was exactly what I needed at the exact time. And then, you know, I hear people that say, oh gosh, Nicole, I'm sorry. I haven't been watching your live videos every day. And I said, no, no, no. Yeah. I don't put them out there every day for everyone to listen to every single one. Heck, I don't want to hear myself every day. <laughs> but I say, you're going to hear the right one yeah. at the right time. Yeah. And that's real powerful to me. You know, I hear, I think the right messages at the right time. And, you know, everything I've learned from you uh, (laughs) is helping me help others. You know, I'm definitely paying it forward. (laughs) I mean, absolutely. I mean, like just the shining, shining example of it, right? But you did the work. I think that's just the message. But so I will ask you, let me ask you a question. Y'all, I'm a little nervous for this, but did you see it in me? Like, did you think I was going to do the work or she's going to do the work? And she really is like, because I don't really remember, you know, I look at that person as a little girl, a little sad, sad girl. And, you know, did you think? I saw all of this for you. You know what I mean? I really did. I mean, because while you were so, you were dark and depressed and in a lot of pain, but you also have always had sort of a magnetic personality. You know, you've always had an energy that helps other people and that wants to help other people. And you were ready. You you know what I mean? You were ready. I feel like I remember even the very first time you came in and just talking about, you know, how long you've been you know, in your own quarantine, your own isolation, dealing with your pain and that you finally 
made the step to come out. And that just in itself sort of showed me that you're ready. But you've always said to you, you have a story to tell. You know what I mean? You have this big voice and this big personality. And and the sparkle was there even in the darkness. You know what I mean? That I could always see you being able... At first, it was just... I thought that you would just sort of be able to share your story of survival, kind of, you know what I mean? Sort of share the story of what got you there and how you got through it. But then as you continued doing the work, it was clear that your story wasn't going to be where you came from, right? It was going to be how you got yourself out of that. Mm -hmm. That has always been, this makes so much sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) It was meant to be, it was meant to be, because let me tell you, I would make fun of the people like me. Right. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, for God's sake, so happy over there. <laughs> you know, she hasn't been through anything. What does she know? Right. Yeah, you know? One of the byproducts of healing, right, is that you kind of, maybe you can kind of lose some of your cool factor. Yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, I think that everybody who goes through it is willing to give up the cool to have the ease and grace and love and peace in their life. Yeah. And to just, you know, to know that people are being touched mm-hmm. and are listening and are following. Oh, it just lights my soul on fire. I never saw myself as helping others, you know, and uh, I just, I never saw myself as even having a passion, you know, Right. And oh, I just, I love life and I want everybody to love life. Right. You know, obviously stuff, you know, happens. I do get angry sometimes. I get sad. And I was talking to somebody today and I said, you know, I used to be angry at some point every day. It was just an emotion that came through me every day. It's something, traffic, whatever, you know, family, boyfriend, whatever. Right. Neighbor, whatever. And I I feel anger so rarely now that when I do and I feel it, it comes into your body. Yeah. Hot. And it's just, and I just want to push it away. It's like, I don't want to be angry ever. (laughs) It's an awful, awful, awful awful feeling and it's so nice to be able to recognize it coming in Mm -hmm. and stopping it Mm -hmm. and you know seeing how anger was something I I felt every single day right how crazy and it's just yeah it's crazy but again I think so many people can relate right yes anybody's ever driven down the road we can all relate to how angry people are right yes you know yeah, and what a, does that do? Right now, we don't need it because it weakens our immune systems. Right, right. They're, people are getting so angry at TV and they're getting so angry at, you know, the unemployment. Like, oh, I'm so angry. It kicked me out and I'm so angry. It did this and I said, you guys, like the whole entire world is being affected by COVID. Right. They're not purposely kicking you off the phone. Like everyone is really trying to do their best. And if you just go at it with ease and grace, it'll be so much better than getting angry, yeah. you know, cause it's all going to work out. Yeah. It all works out. I feel like it all works out. Yeah. And you learned that, you know what I mean? Through your personal experience, cause you went through things that you didn't think would work out. You know what I mean? That a no, lot of- I- 
looking in would think, well, there is no solution. You know what I mean? She should be angry and life will never be, you know, be good. And and even for you, with who's gone through really serious stuff, it did work out, even with the scary stuff. And so that helps when you've been through that and you've learned that lesson that you can apply, you know what I mean? That you know, okay, well, if I made it through that and things worked out through that, worked out, then, you know what I mean? They'll work out through this too. Right. And instead of putting your head in the sand and just pretending la, 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 la. It's just like you're talking about the ease and grace. It's just sort of surrendering to the process a little bit and getting in touch with the feelings underneath the anger, right? Which is sort of feeling scared and feeling out of control. And so being able to have some tools that help you to feel safe, even in moments that are scary, you know, these are important tools to having a happy life. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I guess we can wrap it up today because you and I can talk forever and ever and ever and ever. But, you know, I just want everyone who's listening today just to know that everything we want is on the other side of consistency. If we stay consistent with our our gratitude and our, you know, exercising and staying healthy and, you know, staying on the right track. Yeah. And noticing your emotions and when the bad ones come up, being able to pivot and adjust yeah. to go the other direction, you know, because life is what you dare to make it. Yeah, absolutely. And I chose and dared. It was a dare. Yeah. I dared to make mine full of love, gratitude, and grace. And I did it. Right. Right. I do. And you continue to choose it. That's, I love that. The consistency piece is that you continue to choose it every day. If you don't continue to choose it every day, you're going to have a different experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Janet, I know we have much, much more conversations to have in the future. And and guys, remember, Janet and I will be on together having just a a regular conversation. I want to shoot for the first episode or the first week of every month. And always, always, always make it an awesome, awesome day. Thanks for listening. And Janet, thank you. Thank you for being my guest today. For having me so much. For sharing your story with the world. It is, the world is ready. We'll unpack a little bit more and a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Believe It, Achieve It podcast. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach me directly at NicoleWindley23 at gmail.com. Make it an awesome day.